Today on the show, we'll talk about the 2020 Tokyo Olympics being postponed, the LA Rams unveil a new logo and new uniforms, Pete Manning declines Monday night football gig, and much more. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at 7-Eleven underscore sports podcast, or search us on Facebook and Twitter. It's official, Pete Manning will not be in the ESPN broadcast booth on Monday night. It was reported by the New York Post that the future Hall of Famer has declined to offer to be the next star on Monday Night Football. Though we are unsure as how much the offer was worth, we can likely compare it to Tony Romo's office for offer from CBS and guesstimate that he was offered between 18 to 20 million a year. It was speculated that he and Al Michaels could have been the next rock star crew on Monday nights, but it looks like we may have to put up another year with Booger McFarlane. Though he would have made bank, number 18 would have quite the workload in preparation for each night. Many thought because Manning had a connection with ESPN, plus Peyton's places, that he was almost a sure thing. Although Al Michaels still had two years left on his NBC contract. For a guy who just entertained retire, entered retirement, that'd be hardly the part-time job to get out of your house for a few hours a week. So what's next for the hiring panel at ESPN? Well, it's rumored that Kurt Warner could be a possibility and that they also have talked about bringing over the team of Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lewis Reddick from college football games, transitioning them to the NFL. We will see. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the NBA is still unsure if they're going to pay their players the full salary after April 1st. The league postponed the season two weeks ago when Utah Jazz center Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus and is still unsure when they will return. The plan as of now is to start sometime in June and finish the season in late August. The league is also considering starting next season on Christmas Day. The league is planning to tell the teams and players ahead of the April 15th payment day about the league intentions. According to ESPN's Bobby Marks, players on a payment schedule of 12 installments that begin on November 15th will have been paid 90% of their salaries after April 1st payments. However, the players that chose to be paid over the entire calendar year starting November 15th at a project at 60% of their salary will still be owned by them. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. For the first time since 2001, the LA Rams will unveil new uniforms this summer. They already have released their new logos. With them moving to the new $4 billion SoFi Stadium, the organization felt like a change. Since the team adoption, they have always worn blue and yellow. They've had most different versions of the uniforms through the years, however. Most people, though, recognize the Rams in the yellow pants, blue jerseys, and the yellow horn on their blue helmets. The team has had it, has had that look since 1973. When the Rams were created in 1936, they started in Cleveland. 
Then in 1946, the team moved west to the sunny city of L.A. In the 1970s, former Colts owner Carol Rosenblum took over. It was Rosenblum's idea of the horn on the helmet. Not many teams have the look of the L.A. Rams. In the 1970s, when the Rams changed their away pants from yellow to white. However, they went back to the yellow pants for the road uniforms in the 80s. Interestingly, the Rams have changed their uniforms a few times. In the 1950s, the jersey was yellow, but in the 60s and 70s, it was back to being blue. The Rams had the same look until they moved to St. Louis in 1995. Their colors changed from royal and bright yellow to navy blue and gold. In the early 2000s, the Rams had much success with the grayish show on turf led by Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, and Torrey Holt. The Rams would struggle, would start to struggle in the 2010s. Due to many injuries, lackluster coaching, and bad ownership, the owner of the Rams would sell the team to now owner and CEO of the Rams, Stan Kroenke. It was his idea and money that the Rams moving from St. Louis back to L.A. When the Rams moved back to L.A., they decided to wear the throwback uniforms that they wore in the 1980s. But their away jerseys would still wear would still wear the all-white uniforms and a blue helmet with a white horn. Due to the mini dismay of the fans, the Rams changed their logo as well. They first released their secondary logo and social media went wild, but not in a good way. The fans thought their secondary lo- lo- logo looked a lot like their L.A. neighbor, the Chargers. They didn't unveil, though, the new official Ram logo on Monday. Will the college football season be scratched? While we have talked a lot about the possibility for the Olympics to be postponed, and I've talked in great detail about the other major sports leagues having to postpone or cancel the season, it's not too early to discuss the future of the 2020 college football season. Today, one of the biggest names and coaches in college football addressed the situation. Mac Brown, coach of the UNC Tar Heels, showed his concerns for the future of the 2020 season. Brown told the news and observer of the North Carolina, quote, there is fear of would we have a season? Would we have a season for a partial season? What does a partial season mean? End quote. Currently, the ACC and other conferences have shut down spring athletic activities, including spring ball. Summer workouts will likely be postponed, and there are already talks of football games without fans in the stadium. However, one of the biggest revenue streams is the ticket sales for these schools. While there is much speculation at this point, we must realize that there is much time left to determine the proper response. However, the likely scenario is that the regular season gets postponed a little. This is easier said than done. As there has been much speculation at this point, we must realize that all is still too much time left to determine the proper response. However, the likely scenario is that all the regular season gets postponed a little, as there are TV and vendor contracts and other logistics need to be worked out. The Carolina Panthers have signed former XFL quarterback for the Houston Roughnecks, P.J. Walker. Walker is the first XFL player to sign with an NFL team this offseason. Carolina head coach Matt Rule was his former college coach at Temple. P.J. Walker was brilliant in his five games for Houston. His stats look like this. He threw for 15 touchdowns and just four interceptions and threw for 1,338 yards. Walker was an undrafted free agent by the Indianapolis Colts back in 2017. He was quickly cut by the Colts and eventually found his way in the XFL. The league did not announce any league awards, but Walker would have been the MVP. 
The Roughnecks were the only undefeated team in the league at 5-0 before they had to stop the season suddenly because of the outbreak of the COVID-19 virus. Walker will be reunited with his old coach in Carolina. Rule led Temple to the American Athletic Conference Championship and defeated Navy in 2016. He was Navy, Temple's first conference championship in years. Most likely, Walker will be the second or third string. The Panthers just paid former Saints quarterback Teddy Bridgewater a three-year deal worth $63 million. The contract is guaranteed $40 million with $15 million in incentives. Some believe that P.J. Walker could be the next Lamar Jackson. However, he still has to make the team, and there's no guarantee of that. The Panthers, after trading away Kyle Allen, now have four quarterbacks on the roster. Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton, Will Greer, and now P.J. Walker. The Panthers will most likely trade or release Newton. The team that could certainly trade for Newton could be the Chargers, maybe the Patriots, or maybe the Jags. However, due to many injuries and a lot of drama, Newton could find himself out of the league if he's not willing to be a backup quarterback. The Astro legal team points out flaws in a lawsuit filed by several season ticket holders. Several Astro season ticket holders have sued the team after the sign-stealing scandal. The lawsuit claims that the Astros deceptively overcharged them for season tickets. What the plaintiff is trying to argue is that because the Astros had to cheat to win, they were essentially putting a deficient product on the field. The plaintiff then said that because the team had fake success, that they were then able to raise ticket prices for the following year. But because the Astros put a deficient product on the field, the Astros should not only refund season ticket holders, but they should also lower the prices for the next two years. Today, the team lawyer said that the plaintiff has no standing in this case. They said as many courts have held, a ticket holder has only the right to enter a venue and to have a seat for the ticketed game and cannot complain afterwards that the game should have been played differently. The team lawyers did admit that the controversial was a great disappointment to Astros fans. While there might not be any standing, it seems as though the attorneys in this case would like to move on and discover the phrase of the lawsuit. Their hope is to be able to take the depositions of all the players involved and to learn more about the scandal. For the first time since 1942, the 2020 Summer Olympics have been postponed. Due to the spread of the coronavirus, many countries were backing out, including Australia and Canada, before they postponed the events. The Olympic Committee had no choice. Last time the Summer Olympics were canceled or postponed was in 1942. It was also scheduled to be in Tokyo, Japan. Most believe they will reschedule it for next year in 2021. However, it could be pushed back a few weeks. According to veteran International Olympic Committee Dick Pound, who told USA Today Sports that the games are certainly not going to be played on the 24th of July. Most people believe the games will be played in 2021, despite it being only one year away from the Winter Olympics, which are scheduled to be in 2022. Most athletes that are participating in the games are very disappointed, but understand their circumstances. The majority of them have had a hard time finding places to work out during the last few months. Places where they normally train are either closed or not open to the public. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast. Your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes. And don't forget to vote on our Instagram page on what the best sports movie is.